0: This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like
1: this, visit our website at CosmicPotato.com. Tell me
0: more, tell me more, What's it for sight? Tell me more, tell me more, did she put up a fight? What? Whoa. What? Come on, Thunderbird, what do I say. Oh, is that something that happens to you, Kaniki, like they put up a fight? That is not cool. Hi, this is Shane.
1: And this is Virginia.
0: And this is Wait, You've Never Seen, a podcast dedicated to discussing well-known movies and TV shows that one of us has never seen.
1: And today we're discussing... Wait, you've never seen Grease? No. No. (laughs) So, um... Oh, Grease. Oh, Grease. Up front, we want to, like, give people, you know, the proper... Warnings and whatnot. Um, Greece is rated PG If you can believe that's it It's ridiculous well, IMDB says PG-13 But I think when we were watching it
0: in, in 19- On the DVD In 1978 there wasn't PG-13 it, That's a retroactive
1: I see thing. That
0: rating didn't come until 1986
1: So it's from 1978 It's rated either PG or PG-13 Depending on time frame And it's – so, like, I played a clip up front through the magic of editing.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) um, That's about one particular scene where they're talking about what they did over the summer. It's a very
0: catchy tune. I'll admit that. It is.
1: But um, Kaniki references um, in, like, making out with a girl. Did she put up a fight? And everybody's like, wait a minute. And it's really kind of like that's sort of the attitude that persists in that, like, I will forever love these, you know, music and songs and dancing and what have you. But watching this movie now is like it's it's very problematic in some ways. So if you're, oops, if you're uh, not really into, you know, harassment,
0: Casually, casually mentioning sexual assault.
1: Right. Um, People looking up uh, women's skirts unknowingly. And there was like, like you pointed out the scene, which I'm sure we'll get to, but I just kind of want to warn people about it up front. Like the scene in the drive-in where Danny gives Sandy his ring and then tries to basically... I mean, he kind of assaults her. She gets away and, like, slams his hand in the door, which I was personally a fan of, and then runs away. But it's like, that's that's not cool, man. It's like,
0: yeah, you're my property now because I gave you a thing.
1: Right, right, which is, exactly.
0: Which is horrible. Although that, yeah. <clears throat> so
1: just be aware of stuff like that, um, although the music is very catchy, like you said.
0: It's, it's weird. It's a weird combination of stuff.
1: So... On to the good stuff.
0: So, what I
1: expected from mm-hmm. this movie? Yes.
0: Before I saw it, I wrote down my expectations. Wait,
1: wait. Do we want to talk about your uh, your relationship with musicals before well, we get started? Or is that part of, all, of your... First of all, I'm
0: trying to weave a tale. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's
1: okay. <laughs> it's
0: okay. That is... Um, I cover that. Yeah, so... Whether or not I, I expected to like it, that's covered in Okay. Anyway, so what I expected from this movie was a couple of things. I expected formulaic musical tropes like the song of longing. Here's this thing that I don't have yet. But someday I will have this thing someday. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That, that's was, that was super obnoxious. But that's every song of longing in every musical, right? I guess. <laughs> oh, you're not gonna, you're not gonna back me up.
1: Well, no, I'm trying to think. Like somewhere over the rainbow. Okay, yes. What's the song of longing here? Is it summer nights? The one where they're singing, "Tell me more." Like I'm genuinely <clears> curious.
0: <throat> well, no, it's the whole well. Greece is different as a musical because they use like canned music sometimes. They don't; it's not all original music. Oh, okay. And some of the the whole idea of like like hey, I'm this tough guy and I want to be with this girl, but I can't because I'm I'm gonna like sleep around, <laughs> right? Right. So like the the theme of longing is still in Greece, uh-huh. but there's not. The song where someone you're gonna have to oh you're I have... bet
1: it's hopelessly devoted <laughs> to you oh, yes, that yes, would be it uh... yes okay oh wait I should pull up a list of Grease songs.
0: Another thing I was expecting from this movie was just stereotypical fifties stuff, you know, the fast cars and like grease down hair and um, also over the top. Oh, <laughs> over the top, very broad, cartoony acting. It uh-huh. did this movie did not disappoint me in that. Really. In that regard, there were lots. There was lots of over the top Indeed. nonsense. Mostly, it was from John Travolta's character.
1: Danny. Danny, Danny Zuko. Oh
0: my gosh! Just the way he mo- he moved as if like I got no bones in my body. Look at me walk. <laughs> oh my gosh! He was so ridiculous. Just the way. Just the way. He was walking, so I also ex- I also expected to, even though I haven't really seen this movie, I expected to pretty much know all of the songs and about half of the words to all of the songs. Uh huh. So I, as far as whether or not I expected to like it, I expected honestly to be bored and annoyed. <laughs> Now, I have a complicated relationship with musicals. I say that I hate them because they can be predictable and over the top. And it's like, yeah, I know what's going to happen next. You're going to say you want the thing. You try to get the thing. Something happens to keep you from the thing. Right. And then you get the thing.
1: Right. Uh, But, I mean, isn't kind of every movie follows a certain... I'm not defending Greece. I'm just like... Well, at
0: the same time so uh, i should continue the, at the same time my favorite movie is nightmare before christmas which is a musical yes i begrudgingly have to admit
1: yes that very much surprised me i've
0: gone to see i've gone to see the book of mormon my grandmother this is nana dogs uh-huh. uh huh nana dogs took me to see peter pan Mm-hmm. And I was not a very bright 5-year-old and I thought I was actually in the movie theater for a second. <laughs> and the way Nana Dogs would tell the story, she said, "You thought it was a movie until I think it was Sandy Duncan was playing Peter Pan. Sandy Duncan flew out into the audience on a, you know, on a rig, on a right. on a wire." And then I knew that it wasn't a movie. I kind of just let her tell the story. That wasn't exactly true. But um So yeah, I kind of secretly love musicals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, my one sentence TV guide summary for this movie uh-huh. was if you like George Lucas's American Graffiti but wanted it to be sillier, this is the movie for you. So, what is the IMDb description of this very same movie?
1: So, um, Grease is from 1978 a musical romance and it says good girl Sandy and Mm -hmm. greaser Danny fell in love over the summer when they unexpectedly discover they're now in the same high school will they be able to rekindle their romance
0: that's not a question that I had actually
1: that's kind of not what it's about I don't think
0: why do I think that they get it more wrong than we're getting so far. We. <laughs> I
1: mean, it's not really about rekindling their romance. It's about they argue for most of the movie. That's not really rekindling. I don't think.
0: Yeah, and he like tries to pretend like, oh, you ain't nothing, darling. I yeah. He, he doesn't actually yeah. talk like that. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah, it's well, weird. We you know
1: how it is, rocking and rolling and whatnot. <laughs> does he say? He does really he does say
0: that. Oh my gosh. It's just, he's a living cartoon. So before we go any further, Uh just so full disclosure in the spirit of this podcast, my mother did try to get me to watch this movie when I was home with the chicken pox in the third grade.
1: Which was the early '80s, or was it?
0: Well, it's easy for me because in 1983 I was in the third grade. Oh right, which the only you just get I to add
1: whatever the last digit is. <laughs> <Lucky>. <laughs> yeah, it's,
0: yeah, it's nice. So my mother loved musicals, and she was trying to share one of her favorites with uh, with me. She loved the '50s and '50s music and stuff, but I fell asleep. I fell asleep pretty quickly, and I enjoyed a, long, a nice long fever dream instead of Greece.
1: Hmm. I can see why. Maybe you haven't watched it since then. <laughs> yeah. So, um, did things meet or not meet your expectations?
0: Well, I didn't expect. There's almost a Romeo and Juliet sort of thing, like, mm-hmm. like he's you know, these two star-crossed lovers kind of situation. I didn't. I didn't quite expect that. It was closer to American Graffiti than I thought it would be, because...
1: I haven't seen American Graffiti.
0: Wait, you've never seen <laughs> American Graffiti? That's going to see... It.
1: Do we have to add that one to we the list, We might have too? to add that to okay. the list. That's a,
0: it's actually a really good movie, so... no, Sorry, no spoilers for you. Uh-huh. But George Lucas did approach American Graffiti. It's the same time frame. It, well, sort of. It's... It's sort of like that um, that greaser, you know, 1950s music. It's a similar concept, but George Lucas, even though it's not literally a, it's not literally a musical. Sorry, spoilers. If you're expecting a musical, it won't be. But he kept calling it a musical when he was doing casting. Like, what's that kid Opie who made oh, the Ron Howard. made the space movie? Yeah, yeah. Ron,
1: <laughs> Ron Howard.
0: Ron Howard was like when he when he auditioned he's like, "Yeah, George, I just got to be upfront with you. I can just barely carry a tune and I can't dance at all and you're calling this a musical." He's like, "Oh yeah, don't worry about it." And he's like, "Okay." Even though like yeah, it's, it's not a musical in a traditional sense, but music is a very big part of it.
1: Mm-hmm. So Greece is is similar to American graffiti which you didn't Totally expect.
0: Well, no, I did. I did. It. I expected it to be. Yeah, I expected it to be close to American Graffiti. Oh, okay. Like, so as far as the movie itself is concerned, sorry. Mhm. Mm-hmm. The animated sequence, the animated title sequence,
1: <laughs> is so
0: confusing and bad. Like, I understand that. Like, the traditional animation was very time-consuming. It was difficult to do, and then in the late 1970s, they didn't have digital technology.
1: Uh-huh. They
0: couldn't just go in and, you know, um, in flash and just sort of, like, make all this... It's way easier now to to, yeah. to create an animated sequence like that and make it look really good. But it, even, like, the, the tone of it wasn't even... The, if you watch the title sequence... And you're like, oh, okay, this is the tone of the rest of the movie. Then you're going to hate the rest of the movie. Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And I think they're also trying to do that, like, that there's a story just inside the title sequence where animated characters run in and out of the Uh scene and the camera pans around in an interesting way while they're zooming in and out. You know, rather than just show all of the... Well, all know, the titles
1: they couldn't get you know actual live animals in a room with Olivia Newton-John so they had to animate her in her bedroom like um, Sleeping Beauty or whatever
0: <laughs>
1: but you also commented on the music in the title sequence as well
0: disco the title <laughs> sequence song Grease is the Word I believe or it's, uh, that's what they keep saying over and over again Done by that dude from the Bee Gees.
1: Yeah, it's just called Grease, but yes, Grease what, is the word that you heard.
0: What movie do you want to make? Do you want to make a, a sequel to... I'm, I'm assuming Grease happened after the Saturday Night Fever.
1: Um, I believe It was, it was released th- in June of 78. Saturday Night Fever was 77.
0: Right, so are you trying to make a sequel? Like, you're trying to cash in on that hot John Travolta action. Right. Right. But it's supposed to be the 50s. Let it be the 50s. Yeah. Like, why have BG songs? Like, it it doesn't... It's almost like it doesn't... The movie doesn't know what it wants to be, Mm -hmm. and it's self-conscious. Like, what do you want me to be? I'll be whatever you want. Just like me.
1: And the, the thing about the intro is, too, I think a lot of people watch this, like me, as children because it's a musical. Yeah. Um, and they use the, the animation to introduce the characters, but the animated characters don't really look that much like
0: badly Danny
1: and Sandy and yeah. Kanicki and Rizzo. So it's very, like, you don't even really know. You know.
0: Right, yeah. You're not, you're not learning, you're not learning about the movie through the title sequence. So, we talked about the PG rating might be a little bit weird. Yes. But, also, besides what we already talked about, the sexual assault stuff, there's also like, this underage drinking and smoking and...
1: Smoking on a high school campus.
0: Like, just openly, not even like secretly in the bathroom or whatever. Right, right. The kids have free reign In the school
1: Like the first time we see Danny He's like I can't remember if it was um, That annoying Girl Patty Simcox If he was talking to her But he's like leaning up against the side Of the building and when he turns around Cause the T-Bird's all like hey Danny And he's just got a cigarette Hanging out of his mouth (laughs) Like the first time we see him
0: (laughs) Right It's weird It's pretty weird so since it's a musical we should mention the song frequency about I'm guessing the average was about every 10 minutes or so give or take I was kind of afraid that it would be like a wall to wall Andrew Lloyd Webber no one says a word unless it's sung right so I was spared
1: yes you're (laughs) gonna love when we watch Phantom of the Opera that's (laughs)
0: <laughs> the thing though, it won't happen
1: <laughs> It might happen
0: <laughs> So another thing I noticed At one point Rizzo comes out of the bathroom They're in a What is that place they're in? Like a A place where you can get like Ice cream concession and stand. Con- Is at it the a concession drive-in? stand?
1: Or was it at uh, the bonfire?
0: It's neither of those two things but anyway,
1: oh, I think I know where she had it's, gotten it's like the the, ice cream. It's like where you can yeah. get a
0: malt. It's like one of those typical 50s places.
1: Oh, are you talking about the diner?
0: The diner. Yes.
1: Oh, Frosties, gosh. I think it's called. I should
0: probably write these things down yeah. so I know what I'm talking about. So, right. Rizzo comes out of the bathroom in the middle of eating an ice cream cone. That's disgusting.
1: Yes. That was, I had never noticed that before, but you're right. I, I don't want to eat an ice cream cone that's been in the bathroom. It's a
0: little weird. So I've des- I decided while watching Grease, well, first of all, I need to mention that there was a point where there was this, what I felt like was an unnecessary <laughs> musical interlude... Where right. there's, like, the guy in the top hat. I don't know if he was wearing a top hat, but it's funnier to think of him in a top hat. Do you remember
1: he's, who it was? He's
0: at the top of the stairs, and he's like, here comes a song, and there's dancing girls on the stairs. Right. Who was the guy in that scene?
1: Frankie Avalon.
0: Frankie Avalon. And he's like, here comes a song, and I'm like, I, now, for the next four or five minutes, I have to suffer through this song. I, I kind of wanted to quit.
1: I I I kind of wanted to turn it up. I know you did. I really (laughs) wanted you to at least get to the Thunder Road scene. (laughs) Thunder
0: Road scene. That that was the car uh, race. The car race. Yeah. So I decided that. uh, So I was a trooper. Was I? Was I? Was I a brave soldier? Yes. I was a little soldier, and I made it through that sequence. And I decided if I'm ever gonna really enjoy, if I'm ever gonna really enjoy musicals they need to accept the fact they're a stylized version of reality
1: oh yeah definitely. you know what would be great is if people just burst into song randomly in everyday life
0: well there's that snl sketch up uh, maybe we maybe we can put that oh yeah end, that would be a this. good
1: idea snake eyes
0: huh no you cheated you cheated me i did not yes
1: you did hey hey
0: hey knock
1: it off remember you're both cobras. Yeah. We're both cobras. Yeah. We gotta stick together. Yeah. You're a cobra boy, and don't you forget it. Cause when you're in trouble, you won't have to sweat it. You're a cobra boy! Alright, so uh let's see. <laughs> what the you hell I- was that? <laughs> hey. What well, was what?
0: You just sang oh yeah i did
1: didn't i but yeah so like my my sisters and i we can um pretty much the end of any statement we can just start like a song my favorite (laughs) example is we were all standing in my parents kitchen and my mom goes to my dad steve what do you want and he says I'll tell you what I want and all three of my sisters or all three of us simultaneously with I'll tell Do you, you what, what I want, want what, what I, I really really, really want. <laughs> so tell me what you want. So like to us that's a common thing. People randomly burst into song. So um
0: oh, it's me. see it's like you're taking it down to like street level like it's not that far out cuz it's not. I guess that's not I sing we, uh, we foster greyhounds, and mm. I, I sing to them. Yes. For no reason.
1: Um, we currently have a dog named Jolene that we've been singing Dolly Parton songs to. Her Jolene, name is actually Jolie. Jolene, Jolene. Jolene, Jolene, Jolene. Yeah, that one.
0: Okay, now that no one else is listening to this. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: so, let's move on to... So, the Bechtel test. Yes did greece pass the bechdel test
1: you know it was it was really interesting because they do talk about boys a lot right a lot but it does pass several times i mean i'm not gonna go scene by scene because it it passes enough that you know we don't that sl-
0: was it the slumber party the slumber party there has to be a moment because it's a, a room of- full of The every named well almost every named female character
1: right all the pink ladies plus plus Sandy are in there and like Frenchie says to Sandy you know oh let me pierce your ears and she's like oh I don't think that's such a good idea Frenchie or when uh, Rizzo and Marty are in the concession stand at the drive-in like she's telling her oh I feel like a defective typewriter (laughs) which is a really I I mean. I'm not going to have any kids, but... <laughs> no, I would just like to go around and tell people, I feel like a defective typewriter.
0: <laughs> you know, I'm not very smart, and I missed that. I missed that reference. That's really? Fu- that's funny. Well, I missed the... Yeah, I missed the meaning. The So the next thing on our list is the... Uh, portrayal of disabilities in this, I don't, I don't think
1: there weren't a whole lot of, um, you know, there weren't a whole lot of obvious disabilities. You have the um, the kid in glasses is, you know, of course, the nerd. A lot of people don't really think of like wearing glasses as being a disability, but like glasses or contact lenses are really just like an assistive device. If you take off your glasses, I mean, you might not be able to see, and that's a disability. Right. Um, and then. I don't know if this is really a a disability so much as just this is how you tell who the bad guy is is a crater face, who's All called right. crater face because of I'm, really I'm guessing acne. yeah really bad acne that's caused scars and whatnot. So those were really the only two things that I noticed. Um, you know, back in the '70s, they weren't real big on disability representation.
0: So, the as far as pop culture references that I now understand <laughs> yeah, after me, watching this movie... Lay it on me. This is kind of interesting, because, like, Greece as a whole, like, it's very, very derivative, let's just be honest. It, uh-huh. it takes from every 1950s trope and idea and, you know, and disco, you know, because they really wanted this movie to be a document... That would live on and it would always be accessible.
1: <laughs> Rock and roll is here to stay.
0: That's, that's very true. So one of my favorite video games is Grand Theft Auto. Well, the series of games, Grand Theft Auto. And, and in Grand Theft Auto Online, there's a car race you can do in the city of La, uh, Los Santos, which is based off of Los Angeles. The actual city of Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. So the Los Santos River, which is modeled off after the same... You know, the Los Angeles ri- uh, River. It's essentially just an enormous glorified drain- uh, drainage ditch. Mm-hmm. The That race, is it the Thunder Road? Thunder Road. Thunder Road race. It's more or less exactly the same in the video game than it was in Greece. So and in... Go ahead.
1: I was going to say, so... Um, as Craterface said, the rules are there ain't no rules. <laughs> it's to the second bridge and back, and whoever makes it here first wins.
0: Right, <laughs> right. So, so it, the races in Grand Theft Auto are usually very interesting, uh-huh. and they'll take you up. There's mountain; they'll take you up into the mountains. You do jumps over rivers. You go between buildings. You like, mm-hmm. you know, jump over buildings. There's all kinds of interesting. Things. If you if you look at just the map. Like, it looks like spaghetti thrown at the map, you know, (laughs) of all the interesting things, all the interesting races you can do. And then there's just this one, like, just it's straight as an out and back.
1: Uh Uh-huh.
0: And I'm like, yeah, this is a boring, this is a boring Mm -hmm. race, but it was based, (laughs) it's an homage to Greece.
1: Right. Because it it is the
0: second bridge and back.
1: Was it a, was it a black car and a white car? So you know who the good guy and the bad guy is? I was
0: trying to look this up but uh I believe you can choose <laughs> you could use your your own car the own your own car that you have in your inventory, or you can you know you can choose from a couple of stock cars. I believe they were all like nineteen fifties <laughs> inspired cars you could choose
1: um like the ending scene where um you know sandy comes out and all her you know. Sexy glory because she's changed herself for a man. Um, right, because
0: that's important.
1: Right. Did that? Did that scene? That musical number? Have you seen that? Because I've seen it parodied in a lot of places. I wonder if that cleared up anything <laughs> for you.
0: Well, yeah, I've. The, that's very iconic. the The cover, the cover of the DVD that we watched has that image of her. Already as like the greaser girl, or Mm -hmm. she's not even she's not even a pink lady. I don't think she's just like essentially dressed just like John Travolta's character is, right? Which is kind of odd. Yeah, I don't.
1: That's that's a good point. I don't think they ever officially make her a pink lady.
0: No, and what's weird to me is like the whole movie is about her. I mean, for good or for good or bad, for good or bad. For bad or good, for bad or good, for bad or good, the whole movie seems to be about her transformation into like the right kind of girl for Mm -hmm. Danny.
1: Right.
0: Um, but then don't put that on the poster. Don't put that on the front of the DVD. Don't make me think. Oh, you're eventually going like you like spoiler in the poster and right on the front of the DVD. Yeah. What are you doing?
1: I mean, I hate to keep going back to Star Trek, which I love, but it, like in <laughs> it's one of kind the, of
0: impossible in
1: one of the previews, I think for um, Search for Spock, they showed the Enterprise like exploding, and that was supposed to be the big reveal. <gasps> right,
0: right. Even at the time, yeah. At the time, it was like, okay, we're gonna keep the secret, and like they, like, why would you do that? Yeah. I think it might have been. Oh no! Wait, no, it's in Search for Spock. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because they wrong. steal
1: the Enterprise. That's wrong. Anyways, oh. how would the movie be different with today's technology? I'm sorry. Because I want to talk about drive-in theaters and cell phones and Ubers.
0: That's really interesting, because I was thinking about that question, about the idea of how would technology change the movie, and I'm like, ah, I don't know if there is anything. I don't have any... No, so please, so, tell me. I mean,
1: drive-in theaters. I mean, they're kind of making a comeback. There's probably one in every sort of metropolitan area. I think there's one here in Austin. Um, so I mean, I don't want to say though they aren't really a thing anymore, but I don't. I don't really see. We don't go to the movies that often, but I don't really see it as sort of a teen hangout sort of area. You know. Um, right. So I feel like there wouldn't today with you know net like you know what it would be it wouldn't be let's go to the drive-in it would be let's netflix and chill <laughs> that's what it would be and like danny wouldn't have had to go over to Frenchie's house to you know sandy where for art thou sent he could just be texting her like hey baby what's up where are you at rocking and rolling and whatnot <laughs> you know
0: um
1: and she wouldn't have had to run away from the, from the drive-in. She could have just called an Uber.
0: That's true. To
1: be like, can you take me home? Because this dude just tried to, you know, grab me, and I got to get out of here.
0: That's very true. So, real quick, the concept of a drive-in theater, drive-in movie theater, is just very problematic. You, you don't have to just wait until the sun goes down. You have to wait until, like, until, what, like a half an hour? There's different kinds of twilight, you know, where mm-hmm. there's twilight where you can, where the, where if you're navigating by the stars at sea, like, there's that kind, like, you have to wait until there's just no light at all from the, from the sun in order to see the screen. So uh, what is that? It could be in the middle of the summer. You could be waiting until like nine, ten o'clock at night before you can actually start projecting a movie.
1: Mm-hmm. And so then, they're and very this is problematic. In, uh, sunny Southern California, too, I believe, right?
0: Yes, in in Los Angeles.
1: So, um, also, this may be getting a little too personal, but in terms of technology. Rizzo probably could have gone and bought a home pregnancy test to find out for sure if she was Did pregnant have or not. They in the 1950s. I, I they can't. might have had I don't think I don't think they had like a, they didn't have pregnancy tests like we have now where it's just like you pee on a stick. You could have gone to a
0: doctor. And maybe. whatever,
1: you could have gone to a doctor. They yep. also had like there's an episode of the Golden Girls where no, Blanche no. thinks she's pregnant but she's really going through menopause right and so this was what pregnancy tests were in the 80s where you put you like put oh. it in like a little vial and she says right. it looks kind of like a perfume sample like that's not a perfume sample that's anyone disgusting. wants. so um, <laughs> and then they talk about the rabbit test, which I'm not really sure like something about, Okay, I'm gonna have to do more research on. It. I don't want to say something that's not true and spread misinformation. No, never,
0: my, I made a face, and then Jenny, uh, Virginia, stopped talking.
1: Well, and I realized uh, it. It's it might be a little cruel to the rabbit, so you might not want to hear it.
0: Oh, okay.
1: So anyway, yeah. So Brizzo probably would have had access to some kind. No, def, she definitely would have access to a birth control. Well, she would have had access to birth control, too. but um,
0: Not she, in the 1950s.
1: I'm saying now.
0: Oh, oh, oh. So
1: that's how it would be different, is she would, A, have access to birth control, and B, um, have yeah. access to pregnancy tests. Right.
0: A girl, I mean, Rizzo, like, she knows who she is and what she well, wants, so she'd n- probably be on birth control, you'd, you'd imagine.
1: You know, her and Kaniki, they were almost prepared when they were up at a lookout point or whatever, but then it broke.
0: Oh, that's right.
1: And she's like, how could it break? And he bought it in the seventh grade. You're talking
0: about a condom. If we mention condom, do we have to no. add
1: <laughs> I was just saying what was in the movie.
0: Right. right. Yeah.
1: Because I don't know if they, in the movie, could say condom.
0: Oh, that's true. They never do say that, do they? Mm-hmm. They just imply it. Yeah. That's so cute.
1: <laughs> so, is there anything else we want to talk about? Um, is there so. any redeeming quality to Greece that you kind of enjoyed? Like I said, even though, watch, looking back on it now and watching it now, I probably won't watch it on a regular basis. I may listen to some of the music, but I just I don't like watching it anymore. But you don't in my in my heart of hearts. I still kind of love the music and the dancing. My sisters will probably reenact it with me the next <laughs> time we see each other. So, any redeeming qualities?
0: Well, there is something undeniable about I mean, obviously like there's some there's some grim things aside like, you know, that we've already talked about. But there is like those songs and the dances and stuff. There is something there is something fun about it.
1: Well, I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> I feel like I kind of put you on the spot. I'm sorry.
0: No, it's okay. And on our list, thankfully it won't be Soon, but we do have we do have Greece Two, which that might be a very short podcast. Quite frankly, I, think, I don't. I'm not looking forward to Greece 2.
1: Um. <laughs> well, let me tell you, I like it way better than Greece one. And there's a song in it called Reproduction.
0: This is, uh, okay, and it's does,
1: exactly what you think it is.
0: I think you played it for me. I once. think
1: I might have yeah.
0: Um. Which, can I now opt out of Grease 2 no. since I've seen that? No. I just. Okay, so f- first of all, these are all spoilers. Yes. So we should save this.
1: Yes. All right. So you can find us on the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network, which is at cosmicpotato.com. You can also find us at com and on Facebook and Twitter under yns, and, and you can email us at you've never seen at gmail.com. And brand new information.
0: What's that brand new information?
1: We're now on iTunes and Stitcher.
0: Oh my goodness, that sounds so, great. Uh,
1: subscribe to us so you can get all of our episodes.
0: Leave us some feedback and let us know if there's any suggestions you have. Hopefully it's not a musical, maybe. <laughs> ah. That's our show for today. Don't forget, transcription's available on our website. Next time we'll be watching... Alien. Alien. Oh, my goodness. I'm Which so,
1: I've never seen.
0: I'm so excited. I'm scared. We'll, we'll have to hold each other, I think. I it's... know
1: Sigourney's, Sigourney Weaver's in it, so I'm hopeful. Because yes. oh, I love her. I love her, too. Okay.
0: Thanks for listening. So, wait. One more thing. We decided that we should add ratings. So, in the future, we'll be... Doing our ratings before uh, the person who hasn't seen the movie will rate what they believe they uh, they will think of the movie, and then when when we've seen the movie, we'll see if that's changed at all. So for Greece, I was not expecting very much. I would give it one star. So sorry, fans out Was there.
1: that before or after you had watched it?
0: Before I watched it, one star. Mm-hmm. Did I not say that? Sorry. And then after, I would say out of this is out of 5 stars we should say. After we watch it, I'm going to give it a solid 3.
1: Really? That yeah. surprises me. Yeah. Why did it go up so much?
0: Because it was undeniably fun. I mean, despite its shortcomings, which mm-hmm. we've already already discussed. Yeah, it was fun.
1: That really surprises me. <laughs> In a good way. Well,
0: because there was a dark moment where I decided I may
1: Exactly. Exactly. I may turn
0: it off. So that's that. Yep. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Boop.